Hi, and welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track. And we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And today, our expert is Martin Shervington. And today, we're going to be talking about which is better, a profile or a page for Google+. And in case you don't know Martin, Martin spent 15 years in the field of working as an executive coach, business consultant, and marketing psychologist. He's the author of several books, including The Art and Science of Google+, Developmental Coaching, The Celebrity Coach, and I Don't Think of Purple Spotted Oranges, or Don't Think of Purple Spotted Oranges. I got to check that one out, but I didn't see it in print over there, so I'm, gonna, I'm really curious to find this one. Anybody that's interested in those books, there's a description in the sidebar. There's a link over there that'll take you to um, Martin's Amazon page, and you can pick up some of his books. He's the owner, moderator. He's the man behind the mask at Plus Your Life and Plus Your Business Community over on Google+. And sometime, something you might not know about Martin, well, he spent six months in San Francisco Comedy College, and he learned stand-up. He recently moved to California. He loves surfing. He loves Star Wars. Anybody that saw the post today, he loves surfing with Star Wars. And uh, Martin Shervington, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> Great intro. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> I always think I should have probably spent an extra couple of months at stand-up school, you know, just, just to get a little bit funnier. I left too soon. You did. Well, hopefully we'll have a little bit of time left in the show and you can give us send us out the door with some of your stand-up. So make sure you stick around for that, folks. Um, okay, you know we've got a little bit of housekeeping that we do. We want to talk about today's sponsor. Uh, today's sponsor is wisersites.com. That's right. Hosting a domain registry. This is OnTrack Tips, private, dedicated server. We've reserved a little bit of space for some of our closest friends. So if you're an OnTrack Tips subscriber, a follower, a client, or a friend, well, we've got something really special for you guys. We're faster because we don't stack thousands of websites on your shared space. We're more secure because we screen everyone that's using this hosting solution. We ensure that this server is not a home to a bunch of botnet attackers, malware launchers. You pay the same price that you would on most other shared environments, but at this time, we're only going to open this up to the first 25 people. These are clients, friends, on-track tip subscribers. You can host your website with our dedicated hosting for speed and security at shared hosting rates. WiserSites.com. The only way you can get in, you got to call me. You got to talk to me. 231 432 8177. You got to request an application, get access to this exclusive service. Also, today, tweet chat. You know that we do that every week. We love it. So head on over to Twitter if you got a handle. Today's tweet chat question is Which do you use, a page? or a profile, make sure that you list your page or profile over there because we want to come over. We want to visit you. We want to support you. We want to follow you. Use the hashtag pound on track tips, on track tips on Twitter. Which do you use, a page or a profile? And lastly, head on over to ontracktips.com and look for what? The big red button. You're right. Press that big red button. That's going to put you and I in contact, and I'm going to find you an expert, an expert like Martin Shervington, Guy Kawasaki, Chris Brogan, Andrea Vall, so many more that have been here at the On Track Tips show. What do you say, guys? You ready to get uh, started? I'm sure, Martin, you're ready to start answering some questions, right? I am. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, <laughs> so, all right, first of all, we want to make sure that anybody that, that doesn't know, you want to give a really quick, quick intro of who you are, and just let's let's prove to these people that are listening that you are, in fact, the expert, and you are qualified to handle today's topic. So, first of all, what makes you the expert? Let's start with, when did you join Google+, since that's what we're talking about. 
So I started properly on the 6th of March 2012. So I was in a kind of middle phase. I, I posted a few things as soon as Google Plus launched, but I, I didn't get it. So it was really from there, what's that, about two, month, two years and three months, and that's when I've just focused all of my time, attention, probably most of the time about 15 hours a day I'm, I'm, I'm connected on Google Plus. I, I get up early and uh, you know, I've built the communities um, with, with a lot of help and all the support, so plus your life, plus your business, and there's around about 12,000 people, no, 13, um, well, 12,000 people in both of them now, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's coming together. Yeah, you've got a massive following both on your personal profile but also on your pages, which is another reason why you're the perfect person to talk to. You're not just some fly-by-night guy that has looked at pages. You're not re here to regurgitate some articles that you've read about it. You're doing it. You're in the trenches. You're definitely a leader, endorsed by guys like Guy Kawasaki, uh, I saw on your page. Um, all right, so now what, what point did you realize? I think it's an interesting story that you transitioned from whatever your business was before Google+, and now you're just full bore Google Plus. Something happened there. When, when was that that you realized that there was a business to be made here? Probably on the 9th of, of March, about three days <laughs> after I joined in 2012. I just I, I got the bug, and I'm very fortunate that people I was hanging out with using using a, the, the video conferencing like this, but uh, ones that were just you know just groups getting together, and we but basically I, I got educated on, on how you could use this and then little by little did a lot of experiments, a lot of tests, produced a lot of content and started to find that that content was getting into search, into Google search. So bit by bit I started to map the relationship between the activity on Google Plus and how it was going into search and it's about relationships, you know, and I love that, you know, and that's a lot of the stuff you're talking about in the books. I've written, you know, lots of, of, of content around communication and this is what Google Plus allows you to do is to connect with people. So and and if you're a business, it allows you to connect with people that potentially can be a customer. Ah, fantastic! So, um, tell and one last thing: what is Kamoogling? <laughs> Kamoogling. So we've got. If you go, there's Kamoogle.com. We've got a uh, application that's going to allow for people who have circles, and this could be for for a page or for for an individual, to be able to give badges. So, for instance, as a community, plus your business, we're going to be able to give badges very soon for people that are going to be embedded on the website using an iframe. And so this is the whole idea of Kamooglin being community on Google+, and we've now got the technology to allow that to spread out there. So that's coming very soon, everybody. Very soon. I'm excited. Excellent. So I'm going to throw up a couple quick uh, comments here. Uh, Jake St. Peter, he says, the Sherve needs no introduction. <laughs> I think that's great. Also, Debbie's reminding us that um, things that are being, uh, some comments that are going to be put into the stream are also going to appear over on Twitter using the hashtag OnTrackTip. So guys, start asking your questions now. I mean, we've got Martin for the next half hour. If you're struggling with trying to decide between a page and a profile, uh, get that question up and uh, start asking those questions. So I think really let's start then uh, with uh, L. Williams, which we, we know to be Laura. She says, it's, oh, it's so confusing. I struggle with this. What really gets me is that the content is the same and it might be considered spam and I need these answers. And then she also said that uh, she just created a profile for my Hangout on Air, the writing biz. I created a page, but I really have no idea what to do with the darn thing. Is it is its purpose to be found in search, like web page? Yeah, okay, lots and lots of questions we have. Okay, so let's just go right into this. We're gonna start out with the five reasons a profile is better than a page. And then we're gonna come back and say the five reasons why a page is better than a profile. Uh, why don't you just take it away, Martin, and just start educating us. 
profile so versus page. Yeah, so let, let's. I'm going to adjust it a little bit away from uh, profile versus page to profile and or. Let's say because this is one of one of the starting points. Let's understand the relationship between these things. A profile is your digital identity, and I'm going to come through the points. But this is just to set the scene. So that's you. That's you. Jason, and that then connects to the content that you create on your website or any other hosting and within Google+. The page can connect to a website as well using something called Relicals Publisher Markup, and it means there's a relationship between your website and that page, and potentially there's um, a degree of traction that could be seen if that page gets built up, and it could benefit the website. So two different things. Profile page. Profile's a person. Now, with a page, there if a person has got a business and the business has a physical location, like it's got a front door, then you want to get it on the map. So they're going to want to have a page for that business because then it appears when people search for it, it's going to show up in Google search potentially and, well, and, and have a pin. When they do search for it, it will show up. If you are, for instance, a local plumber, and you're working within an area, you don't have a front door for people to knock on, but you do have a business that is local, or lo then you also want to have a page, because again, it can appear on the map. Now, if you are a company, and you have a door, then you want that, that, that sort of um, page. But if you're a company and you've got lots of brands, then you want to be looking at a brand page. Or if you're an organization that is uh, like a charity, then you want to have a brand page. So that sort of sets the scene. Should we then kick into the benefits of profiles? Yeah, so let's let's let's. I want to back up just a little bit here, and let's keep this really kind of organized. And you sent me this fantastic list of five bullet points. So yes. for for our audience, because our audience just loves to tweet these five bullet points. So let's do it. Let's give them that opportunity. Let's go down your list of five. Let's hit them one at a time. Why uh, you say profile uh, profile uh, instead of or and or. Uh, page. Uh, do you have that list in front of me, or do you want me to I've just? Got throw it, it I've got it there. I'm kind of with the instructions. We'll see. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. okay. So number one, profile. It's more personal. Do you want me to go into more detail? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's more personal. People relate to people better than to brands they don't know. So unless you have to have a brand page, if you're, for instance, like a, a, a therapist, and you're not going to sell, if it's, if, or let's say you are a, um, uh, no, let's give it as therapist, or a writer or something like that, and they, you don't need to have a separate brand for that. It's you. It's what you do. So people relate to you better than if you try and move it across to say, well, that's the, the vertical. That's the, the bit of me that I want you to pay attention to. Yeah, I think I think one of the big confusions uh, that happens here is I hear this question a lot from people that are like a Martin Shervington, Amari Smith. Oh, of course, they're not asking, but uh, somebody whose brand is consulting or where their brand is their name, and so they say, should I be a page or should I be a profile? Which you know should I operate more as? And if you have that luxury, uh, then what would you say? What, what, what would you just off the cuff, real quickly, without knowing all the details? Your gut says probably go with what a profile or a page. If your name profile. is your brand, profile, profile. Okay. There are exceptions to that, which we'll, we'll come on to. But profile, and we can come on to the number two, because mm -hmm. of Google authorship. That's one of the main reasons. Is if you're authoring content and you're writing and you want to become, you want to become an authority, then in whatever the niche is, then by having a profile, by having a a, a, a pick, 
a headshot by tagging it, by then connecting to the web content that you create, then it's eligible for that to appear in Google search. A little icon can appear. Yeah, I mean, and many people will have seen that. So, so authors appear next to it, and this is the process of Google authorship. If you don't have a profile, then you can't have Google authorship. Pages have something else. So that's one of the big reasons. Is if you're a content creator, you want authority, look at a profile. And one of the things that I added to my list, which I think goes right along with your one and two, well, mostly your one, is that uh, I think it's easier to build a profile. If you're going to build an audience, it's, I think, easier to build a profile than it is to build a page, would you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Pages yeah. can be really hard work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's move down to number three, a profile. Uh, you, you wrote, a profile can add whole circles. Talk about circling with pages and profiles. Okay, this is a little-known tip, and somebody will, will probably find out now, and you can tell me if this is still the case. But going on from what you were saying about they're easier to build, one of the things you can do uh, with both a profile or a page is add in, like on Twitter, they call them lists, but you can add in an entire list, a circle of people. So if you are in um, San Diego and you have people that are local and somebody's created a circle, then you can add that entire circle in, and some of those people will circle you back. So straight away, because they'll see they, they relate to you, and this goes back to the profile, they'll see that you're in San Diego um, and that you know, you've got a nice cover photo and you're smiling in your, your headshot. So that's one thing that is really useful. When we did, I did some tests. I, I, I think it was Carol Dodsley, actually, ages ago. We just we came, came across a, about notifications. This is getting a bit geeky. But we found that the, when a page adds in a whole circle, people don't get notified. So there's a distinct advantage for a profile that's looking to build itself up, add in some circles, more people are likely to add you back. If that's not the case anymore, I'm sure somebody will tell me, then let me know, because that was a really useful little thing that I noticed in relation to the system. Mm -hmm. Number four. Okay, a profile is your digital identity. A page is your brand business. So this is the way to think about it. This is a bit of a, a sort of shift around. Google Plus as opposed to it just being like a, a you know, Twitter account, which you may decide to you know, set up another one and, and focus on a different thing, your profile is going to be where everything can get shared. It's it, because of the plus one button on the on the websites. Your the content that you share then appears on your profile. So your identity you're displaying to the world, really who you are, what content you are either creating or curating, and it's all in one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. And uh, five? I love this one. This one's good. You can post what the heck you want on a profile. <laughs> you, you don't have to stay on brand. You are the brand. You create the brand yourself through every, every post that you make. So if you've got a, a brand page that is about um, uh, geek, geek wear, t-shirts and things like that, you, you may not want to, to have that all the time on your profile. So you know, your profile, however, if you do have that, can share some of that content occasionally. And then you can share pictures of cats or you can share you know, pictures of the beach. And, and it's a way of displaying, really, who you are, what you get up to. And it, it ties back into the first thing about being more personal. It, it helps people relate to you. And that's why profiles, in, in good part, are easier to build than pages. Well, and I but think two advantages of pages as well, which we're going to come to. 
Sure, sure. And and for me personally, you know, I I, I think that um, I've built my audience largely because of the relationships that I've built. And, and my audience have said over and again, we like you because we connect to you because we like to hear more about you than just your business. Uh, okay. You know, I'm a moderator of Christians of Business Community, so you're going to get religious posts. You're going to get political posts because I live in Ukraine and there's a war going on right now. You're going to get social media posts because I'm passionate about social media. And you're going to hear about geek stuff. I do a, a, a post that, that I run quite often that says, uh, geek humor is the best humor, or nerd humor is the best humor, and those trend really well amongst the, um, amongst the, amongst the geek community, so yeah. that, that's what I love about that. Be yourself, I mean, you can really be yourself in a profile. I couldn't confuse people uh, with all of the, that stuff, you know, if I was uh, only on my page. Uh, I want to just remind everybody, we've got one more we're going to talk about here in just a minute, but uh, we're at the halfway point, and I want to remind anybody that's just joining us, you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time, and today our expert is Martin Shervington, and we're discussing which is better uh, for your small business, a Google Plus profile or a Google Plus page. We've got Twitter happening using the hashtag pound on track tips. Start asking your questions over there now. Um, Martin, I wanted uh, the last one that I had on my list that I didn't see on yours uh, was Hangouts on Air because, of course, I do Hangouts on Air, and uh, and I'm seeing actually in our stream here. Um, I'm going to pull up some questions as you're chatting about it, but uh, of course, Ronnie Bincer, let's let's pull him up first. Uh, he says uh, he's agreed that the, this topic is one that's most commonly asked. And uh, it's good to see what you and Martin are going to come up with. So, Ronnie, thanks for thanks for stopping by. But uh, the reason why I point out Ronnie right now is because, um, you know, if you've got questions about the challenges of a page versus a profile and hosting Hangouts on there, you need to head on over to Hangout Mastery. Look up Ronnie Bincer. Find his Hangout Mastery class. I mean, the guy is actually a wizard when it comes to some of those texts. Do you have anything you want to throw in, Martin, about uh, Hangouts on Air, pages and posts? Yeah, page and profiles, you can have a Hangout, a Hangout on Air, from both your page or from a profile. Um, one of the differences which we're going to come to is about managers. There is one, ah, here is one distinct advantage of profiles over pages in relation to Hangouts. Not so much Hangouts on Air, is that there's not a Hangout chat function for pages. So the, 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 the little chat, which can have up to 100 people in it, and then you can start a video call. You can do the video call on a page, but there's not the other function. So, so that's uh -huh. another You're talking about the text message chat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, text and images. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and why that's so important? I, I didn't know that, but uh, one of my favorite tricks, uh, my little ninja tricks with that. Did you know that if you put a hashtag into your messages and you go to your Gmail and you look for that hashtag, you can find that comment in that stream. I do that all the time with a couple of my friends. Uh, we just discovered it the other day. I think it was Dustin and I that found that out. Um, okay. So, cool. uh, yeah, it was Jason Resnick that was asking the question, should I have my page host my Hangouts and then invite myself, profile, to participate? Do you have a comment on that, uh, Martin, at all? It's, it's like interviewing yourself then. Um, it depends. I mean, it, it's, it, 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 it's different. If you've got a following on your page and people relate to that brand, I'll, I'll tell you the exact experience. My profile, when I do a Hangout on Air, will have more people participate than the Plus Your Business one when I start Hangout on Air there, just because people relate to profiles more. So one of the ways around that is to build up lists. So it depends on what you're trying to achieve. I mean, whoever hosts it is then in control, in control of, for instance, who's going to show on the main screen. So it, it, it depends. 
It depends. Uh-huh. I tend to use both. We, we do the PYB show on that channel. But the, this takes us into the, the perfectly, perfect segue, into the reasons why pages are good. Uh-huh. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in one reason why uh, my answer to that question would be one of the things that we do here at OnTrack Tips is we offer a service where we go and help small business owners repurpose. That's one of our products, repurpose.pro, that we're launching. And what we do is we go and we interview um, a, a, an owner of a small company. And they're the expert on their product. They're a plumber. They're a, um, a foundation, a building inspector, whatever. And so I can sign on as their business page and interview them as a profile, and so then that will then appear on their YouTube channel, which then uh, kind of activates or triggers this whole content strategy that we're trying to do. You do the interview, it creates the video, we take the transcription, that goes on their blog post, and then your client no longer has to, it doesn't have to know how to blog, they don't have to know how to do video, all they have to do is hire somebody like myself, Martin, Ronnie Bincer, uh, and many others out there that are, that are offering this kind of a service. So yeah, you're right. Let's move over to Paige, unless you wanted to uh, caveat that. No, I think that's an awesome tip, and, and that, well, that leads into Pages, because the first one on several pages, you can have up to 50 managers. So what they've done in that situation is you've been made a manager, you've initiated the Hangout, then you've invited the person as a profile. So that's a, that's a great example. And this is the same with YouTube, because a page will have a channel then on YouTube. So I, I do exactly the same thing. So I have somebody that accesses, that downloads, that can, then can chop it up, and, and you don't ever want to give your password for your profile. That's one of the most important things. So with pages, when you make somebody, it means that you can have just just a lot more flexibility with who has access. So yeah, first one. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's start on those. Um, okay, so you said uh, you can have up to fifty managers. Uh, what's the that's your number one on the on the list of top five reasons pages over posts? Or um, we've clarified that. But okay, now the number two. Number two. Insights and links to analytics. So now that it's google.com forward slash business, Google My Business, which just launched, uh, it's made it a lot easier for people to, to, to get involved with Google Plus if they haven't already. And also, we've got more insight and uh, more analysis available, and we have a dashboard, which, uh, well, we had a dashboard before, but the dashboard is getting better, and we can start to see the level of activity on posts, and we can um, look at the demographics of, there's a certain, you've got to have 200 people in, in the circles, I believe, but you can see the male-female ratio, how many times people have visited your page, and the number of views that you have on the content of the overall um, uh, page, but also on specific posts. So all of that gives you insight into is your social aspect of what you're doing with Google Plus working. Yeah, and uh, for anybody that wants to hear more about the new recent launch of the My Business uh, that happened, I think it's Eric Eng and uh, Mark Traphagen are going to be doing a show later on this week that are going to dig deeper into that. So make sure if you're on the call, look for them and find out more information about those insights. Christina DeGraff also wrote an excellent article. Go find Christina DeGraff and uh, look at her article about those insights and analytics. Very important stuff over there you need to be aware of. Number three, Martin. Okay, so a page ties to a website and could be sold as part of a business. This is so, huge. This, yeah. When I read this, I went, you are a genius. I can't believe I didn't think of this. Go on. Well, that's, that's the, the, the basis, really, as to why you'd want to have a page is because it's an outreach station for your content, in particular, in relation to your website. So if you've got a blog, then your page is a great way of distributing that, but also becomes a, a digital asset for that business. 
and the authority that the page builds up over time because lots of people are engaging and then potentially you know that content as well could be appearing in search even without it being in relationship directly to the Google authorship so in its own right it starts to create value yeah, so as, uh, one of the big biggest topics we have here, too, is scaling your business beyond yourself. We interviewed Rebecca Ravdis, had an amazing conversation there, which segued into outsourcing, which segued into you know, building your business for the ultimate goal of possibly selling your business. And uh, this is some, one of those things that's so foundational. I think if you ever ask yourself the question, should, which social network should I be on, this right here is on the top of my list now of why you absolutely have to be on Google+. Plus because this is foundational for building a business that you hope to scale and then maybe at some point sell. Number four, uh, what do you have there? You can schedule your posts uh, using uh, tools like uh, Buffer or Hootsuite. You can't do that on a profile. Now you can use a tool called DoShare which means that you use Google Chrome and it's an extension but the browser has to be open so you can schedule posts on a profile but if you want to, to really utilize um, uh, social media tools like Buffer it's going to be a page and I find that I mean and some people will say oh you should, shouldn't schedule I, I, I schedule for plus your life which has got a, a good number of people following it. I schedule it for plus your business and, and the engagement there's great. I couldn't do without scheduling posts. I, I couldn't keep up. Um, so that's been wonderful and that was Peg Fitzpatrick uh, that, that put me onto that ages ago uh, because I was a little bit averse to it. I felt no you've got to do it all by hand. You need to actually good tools. So that's a, a distinct advantage of a page. Yeah, and once you get your system in place, now you've got your VAs that can start doing that for you, scheduling for you, and you can now, instead of working on your business you're, or working in your business, you're working on your business, right? We had that discussion earlier in one of our other interviews. Um, can I just okay. add in what that means? You can focus on relationships. If you use these sorts of tools, you don't have to worry about the content being distributed. You can then go see who's engaged, and you can plus one, you can comment, you can add them into circles, you can go and engage on their content as the brand page and build the relationship with the brand. This last one you have here, and I apologize that we're going so fast, but I know, hey, that's the beauty of HOAs. There's replay, and uh, there's going to be a write-up. I'm certain that Martin's going to have a write-up, He's uh, and, uh, and of course, I'll be having a write-up over at OnTrackTips.com, and you'll be able to get all these points. Um, your last point that you have, I think, is one of the most important, really. Yeah. So if people have that physical location or working within an area, they want to be on the map. You want to be showing up in Google search. That is a page. That's not a profile. So it's a fairly. This is why they're very different beasts, but they work really well together. Um, but definitely get your brand page or claim it. Search for your business. That's the thing. Search for your business online and see if there's a brand page which is auto-generated and you can claim that page. Otherwise, you want to set one up. So you go to google.com forward slash business and you can set it up from there. Yeah, we've been uh, we we've got a product that we do that's called uh, Google Unsorting, because uh, what you do is you get these small companies that come in and they create pages and YouTube's and and business pages, and then they realize their maps hasn't been collected, and then they come to us and they're like, what do I do here? How do I get all these assets under one roof? And uh, so one classic tip. Now I don't know if this is still the case now that plus my business is out, but classically before that, uh, you had to start your page as a local so that it would connect with your maps. Uh, in order to 
um, in order to have those map assets. Now I'm curious to see what's going to how they resolve that. It looks as though they've got that uh, resolved. Meaning, if you have a physical address or if you are a service area provider, not to get too technical on this, but it's something that you definitely want to look at and find out more information. If you have a physical address uh, for your small business, you want that map listing. You want to get connected. Uh, get with somebody like Martin, myself, and and say at least do a Google. Uh, assessment. Do a Google audit. Find out what properties you have out there right now. Where is your YouTube? Where is your pages? Uh, where are your Google local maps? And see what you can do to get all those things working in unison for your company. Now the last one that I, I didn't see on your list but I wanted to add there, uh, we've heard some talk in the last two minutes, man what a big topic, but uh, in the last two minutes can we hit touch on advertising? And I know that you need a Google page uh, to do the advertising, but Frank, I don't have any experience with it, but I know that you do. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, this ties into Google AdWords. So when we're talking about advertising and, and Google and Google+, Plus, that's very much what's at the center. So one of the things you can do is generally promote your business using AdWords, or you could promote your page in particular using AdWords Express, which is a service which is, is for pages, and it's very simple to do, and it means it's more likely to show up in, in search when people are looking, particularly on, on mobile. And there is something called Plus Post Ads, which is still very early days, but it means that you can you can accelerate your content across the web um, using Google's display network, which is about 2 million sites. So that can take some of your posts and, and can push them outwards. So that's a little later for people really to explore. But the main thing is, I mean, Google AdWords is an incredible system. And if people aren't looking at that and aren't using that, that's the starting point um, because it means that you can pay per click and look at the conversions. And it's just a mathematical formula. Is You, know, you can just appear in search, People click it, you know how much that click is, how many people then uh, convert to an action, for instance, fill in an inquiry form. You end up with, uh, with the inquiry. How many of those do you then convert? And you just look at, well, how much did I spend? How many people um, did I need to, 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 to get that person to fill in, to get that person to, uh, to convert to business? And you can see it. And you go, oh, it, it cost me $40 for um, the person to get in touch with me and to buy what I have. Would I pay $40 again? Yes, I would. Wonderful. So it's a very simple formula using AdWords. So yeah. it does, it ties directly in. Last, last week on our, our, my interview, I uh, talked with James Wedmore, who is largely an internet marketer, though he is uh, famous on YouTube. And I asked him the question, which is your favorite social network? And his answer was Facebook, but only because of advertising. And one of the comments on the stream really struck me. It was Tom Rolfson. Uh, Martin, you, you, you're, you're, I'm sure you're familiar with Tom. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tom writes, and he said, I might be in the minority camp here, but it's the millions, all caps, Millions of businesses that have no interest in participating here, referring to Google+, because of there being no ads and thus so little means of recouping their ROI here versus Facebook. In nearly three years now, I've seen companies large and small. They've come here. They've seen minimal interaction, and they have no way to monetize this channel, and so they leave. And I'm talking about companies like Ford and Dell, Intel, and others. I've helped them learn how to use Hangouts, but they're still barely investing anything here as compared to what they do on Facebook or even Twitter. Facebook advertising, I quit Facebook two years ago, but I'm drawn back because ads are where the money is. And then the, I wanted, would love to talk about the topic, 
the, the statement that engagement doesn't sell. We heard that hot comment from guys like Brian Carter, who makes his living off of... I know you're just begging to get I'm in. Dying. Right I'm dying. I'm so excited today. <laughs> I've got the answer. And then but, but here's the here's the caveat. See, we're out of time. So what we're gonna have no, to do is anybody no, that wants to hear this. this, you've got to come back, Martin. No, you've got to come this. back on the show with Tom. Okay, go ahead and answer. I'll let you answer. Okay. So engagement is just the start. So people engage on the content, they visit your website, and let's say they don't take any action on the site. Well, using Google AdWords, you can remarket to them. So the ads can follow them, people around the web. And you can do that on, you can use pixels on, on Facebook advertising, you can do the same thing, but people aren't doing this on Google Plus, or people aren't using Google Plus in this way. So just think about it, anybody that engages, firstly, any engagement, you can go and add them into a circle and interact with them, they're, they've got some interest, you can build a relationship. But even just going to the site, you can then market to them across the web. It, it, people aren't thinking about using AdWords enough, I don't think, alongside Google Plus. No, um, We've dabbled. I'm sorry to cut you off, Martin. Here, because man, I, I'm uh, okay. We've dabbled here at On Track Tips by using that strategy. I've talked about it before. Pixels. You get your pixel. You get them to come to your website. You get your RTB pixel. This is some high-level stuff and a little bit beyond the scope of this conversation. Martin, on air right now, on the spot. Are you willing to come back to On Track Tips and help us figure out, talk a little bit about RTBs and put be the guy to defend Google Ads and talk a little bit about Google Ads? I don't know if I'll defend it, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about them because I all love right. them. Awesome! For we, we, all right, I love putting you on the spot like that. <laughs> you can you can you can kick me in the teeth in the green room afterwards. But hey, you guys, Martin Martin's coming back. If you want Martin to come back to On Track Tips, you need to go to the comments right now and say bring Martin back. I want to see at least ten people say bring Martin back in that comment stream. Or even better, go over to use the hashtag On Track Tips and and uh, tweet. Bring Martin back. And we're going to talk about next time RTBs, pixels, uh, Google ads, Facebook ads, and this is a big topic. Maybe we'll even be able to get Tom Rolfson on the show. I'd love to hear his input in it. I tell you what, this has been a fantastic show. We've been talking today uh, with our expert, Martin Shervington. This is Get on Track, Stay on Track, and we are helping your small business one expert at a time. Go play, play this thing again. Take your notes. You're going to see that, in fact, uh, that we are going to help your small business this way. The show is sponsored today by wisersites.com. That is your uh, hosting and domain solutions. It's only exclusive to friends, family, supporters, and loved ones of ontracktips.com. So go ahead and give me a call. 231-432-8177. Martin, uh, where can we find you? Where's the best way to get a lot more Martin? Plushybusiness.com and the Plus Your Business community. Right. And you find me on Google+. Plus. I'm, I'm around. <laughs> all right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go just a little bit longer and just say thanks to all of our our people that are shouting out to you right here. Andy Lyons, Martin Shervington is delicious to interview. Yes, what? A, and leave it to Andy to use the word delicious. I love her. Um, okay, uh, Brian Hughes. Um, yeah, we're not gonna be able to get to all these. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, it was so great to hear. I've been asking myself these questions, Cheryl Deuce. Uh, it's often asked myself these. Thank you. I'd love hearing Martin Shervington's take on this. Then I've got a lot of questions. Martin, can you just jump over to the uh, comment stream and maybe address just a few of these questions? We'd love to. Hey, that's it. We're wrapping up on track tips. We're going to have other guests go to ontracktips.com and find out who's next on the show. Martin, thank you so much. We'll see you all next time around. Bye for now.